Hello, I'm Alex Davies, founder of Wealth Club, and today I'm with Paul Bedford of Edition Capital to talk about the newly launched Edition VCT. Hello, Paul. Thanks for coming in. For those who aren't familiar with Edition, um, please give us a bit of background and also about yourself. Hi, Alex. Uh, thank you. First of all, I'd like to say thank you very much for allowing me the time to explain why we think the time is right for a new entrant into the VCT marketplace. Edition was formed in 2016 by, two, by four partners who felt that there was a great opportunity in the uh, leisure sector to invest and to support businesses in that sector. Uh, consumer tastes are changing enormously and the younger generations are very much focused upon experiences rather than ownership. We launched the Edition EIS in 2017, and to date that's raised over £50 million, so clearly some investors feel that we're on the right track. Um, in terms of experience, the team have had over 80 years of experience in the sector. I myself have been involved for over 40 years. I've had some notable successes as the finance director of businesses such as 19 Entertainment, um, which was the creator of the Pop Idol format. American Idol actually became the biggest entertainment programme in North America with uh, revenues um, in excess of a billion pounds for sponsorship and, uh, and was very, very successful. We sold that business to, a, to an American outfit for a significant sum of money. Uh, I was also involved as the finance director of the Cream Group, whose Creamfields Festival remains the biggest electronic festival in the UK. That led us on um, to our biz biggest success at Edition, where we've managed the Impresario Festival's portfolio, which was an EIS offering and delivered 2.3 times return to investors on a, on a base of £10 million invested. And that was in just over three years. And why have you decided to launch a VCT now? Well, we, we have ongoing dialogue with investors and advisors alike, and... The message that came back to us on a regular basis was they love what we do, they love the strategy, but for whatever reason, they preferred VCT over EIS. Um, and, and they basically said, look, if you can give us an offering that has a VCT wrapper around, it will support you even more. OK. And launch, you've, um, rather than launching a new VCT, you've taken over an existing one. So how does that work and why have you done that? That's correct. Um, the Oxford Technology VCTs have been merged from four VCTs into one and we have taken over the management of that portfolio. The simple reason is that to launch a new VCT is incredibly expensive. It has a lot of regulation, listing fees, etc., etc. And this helps us to, to spread the capital over a wider capital base. So it'll be shared between both existing shareholders and, and the new investors. The deal we've struck also gives us a, a, a big advantage in that we're able to pay new investors a dividend of at least 3p a year for the first three years, whereas if we launched a new VCT, it would take a number of years to build up to that level of reserve. So, But to be clear, it's a new share class. It's a brand new share class, separate share class, um, but as I say, we just spread the cost of running the VCT. There's a lot of fixed cost in there, and we just spread that across existing and new share classes. OK, that's great. And so what does the aim, what does this VCT aim to do for investors? Well, as ever, everybody's focus is upon, you know, um, uh, increasing returns and generating decent returns for investors. Um, there are two ways of doing that. One, we look for businesses that have strong cash flows. And secondly, it's about capital appreciation. Um, if I give you an example, for instance, in the leisure sector, if you take a bar that 
serve somebody a drink on Saturday night, that money's in your bank on Tuesday. Whereas if you take traditional credit risk, where people are often on 30-, 60-day terms and are relying on debtors to pay them, um, the cash flows in these businesses are, are, are really, really strong. So to take a step back, you're looking for um, leisure businesses? What sort of They're very much leisure businesses. So we, we have a, a number of sectors. We obviously have hospitality that I've just touched upon. We have health and fitness, um, live, live experiences, venues... Um, so there are, a whole, there are a whole variety of businesses in quite a broad... Leisure's quite a broad word. And any of these types of companies you'd avoid? Uh, we certainly don't get involved in start-ups, so we look for businesses that uh, have good traction, um, good momentum and proof of concept. Um, they, we'd like businesses to be at or close to profitability, and really for us it's putting in fast-track growth capital that a business you know, knows where it's going... It, we can see a, a rise in a head towards exit, and we simply you know, need to put more fuel into that business to accelerate its growth. The, point, the other point I'd make at the moment is that we do a lot of deals with people not just because of the capital. The capital is very useful, but a lot of people come to addition because of our experience, that they feel we can help them on that journey. OK. Um, and what about the management teams you're investing in? People are so important in this game. Um, you know, we spend an awful lot of time focusing on the people. It's no good having a great uh, business idea with, with poor management. So we make sure that we're very much aligned um, and that there is a journey to exit, as I say. It's very, the, the word exit is very important to us, that people are... You know, we're not interested in people who are lifestyle managers. There are a lot of people in, in our world who, who quite like the lifestyle of what they do. They regard it as slightly sexy and... All the rest of it, but that, that's not of interest. You know, this is professional investment, and, and we have to focus on professional investment and driving professional returns for investors. Can you give me some recent examples of companies you've invested in? Yes, we've got um, one business we're very proud of at the moment. It's called Social Pantry, who are very high-end caterer for both corporates and uh, private individuals, weddings and things like that. Um, the business has gone as quadruples its turnover in the last couple of years to six million pounds. Um, profitability has increased from 100,000 when we invested and it's going to make over a million pounds, about 1.1 million pounds this year. Um, we like Alex and her team, Alex Head and her team, because they're very focused on the, their ESG credentials. As a, for instance, um, the business, 10% of the employees of the business are ex-offenders. And what about some of the more established um, holdings you have? We have businesses like Incipio, which is uh, a very... Uh, large um, uh, hospitality business in CPO have six venues so far. They have um, venues like uh, the Prince in West Brompton and they have the Pergolas in Paddington and in, uh, in Canary Wharf. Um, th those venues tend to be sort of 400 to 600 capacity, so they're very, very large venues. The business has increased its turnover sixfold since we invested and is on course to make a uh, £3 million EBITDA this year. They're about to open another four venues in the next six months, including one in the city, which is opening this month. So they're at a very exciting stage of their growth. In the beginning, you mentioned um, a lot of companies, they're not coming to you just for the funding. You provide a lot more. So can you tell me more about that? How do you help companies? Yes, I, I think we have... It's that word reputation. I think we have an incredibly strong reputation. And, you know, we... we we focus very hard, you know, we have uh, board representation on each of the businesses that we're involved in and we, we are, we do work at the coalface. Um, I'll give you an example, for instance, you know, we had a business that 
Sadly, had a fire um, a few months back. Nobody was injured, but there was significant damage to the venue. Um, I felt that they needed to focus themselves on just getting the venue um, back in back in action again. I, I took control of the whole uh, insurance claim for them, and we got that venue up and running in record time. And even the insurer said to me the other day, he said, look, without you being involved in this, we probably would have been another two, three months to opening. So we really are very practical in our input to these businesses. And um, how's the current environment affecting the way you invest? <laughs> I, th I just think, you know, all of our... We're very proud of the fact that all of our businesses have survived the ravages of COVID. Um, you know, there is another wave coming at us now, but I think it's given most of them significant confidence that it's, it's they can deal with things that are thrown at them. Nobody wants to be in this situation, and obviously energy prices and all the rest of it are, are causing challenges. But, you know, we feel confident that all of the businesses will get through this in one piece. Um, what it has called, there definitely is a shortage of capital in the marketplace at the moment, and therefore the opportunity for us is even greater. We think you can drive better deals with people. Um, and I say that combination of bringing capital to, to bear and also bringing our expertise to bear on helping these businesses to grow, I think makes the opportunity even, even more compelling at the moment. Um, so what are the biggest challenges that you're facing? Well, energy prices, um, staffing for... Uh, B2C businesses, you know, there, is a, there definitely is a staffing shortage since, um, you know, since we left the EU. So, you know, there are, there are significant challenges to these businesses. Um, pricing costs, you know, you know, costs are under pressure and it's difficult to pass, pass that, that cost on to consumers in terms, of, uh, in, t in terms of increased pricing. So the margins are, are definitely under pressure in terms of uh, leisure businesses. And it's risky anyway, because these are obviously early stage businesses. Um, and you say you didn't, you have, you've managed not to have failures during COVID. But when we, you launched this VCT, would you expect many failures? In well, the let's be honest, you know, businesses will fail. I th I, we do think, you know, they're not early stage businesses per se. They're businesses that have got traction. And I say the vast majority of them are at profitability. I think if a business has got to that level, then the chance of failure lessens significantly. Doesn't mean it won't fail at all. Um, you know, we predicate in our, our planning that, you know, sort of 20, 25% of these businesses could potentially fail. I do think one of the, one of the, the skills, if you like, in this, in this industry is it's not just about driving the successes. Of course, that's incredibly important. But actually, sometimes I think you get as much satisfaction out of giving a pound back on a business that hasn't quite worked um, as you do giving three pounds back on a business. Because, you know, you know very well that you've, you've delivered a good outcome for that business and for investors. You know, our average, um, we're looking to drive an average uh, two pound return for our shareholders, which means, you know, some of the businesses will need to shoot the lights out and do three, four pounds. But equally... As I say, getting a pound back on the right business may well be a very good outcome. And exits. Clearly, the VCT doesn't, um, isn't established yet, but can you talk about some of your exits? Yeah, I, I've obviously EIS? already mentioned the exit of uh, Impresario Festivals, where we delivered to 2.3 times in, in just over three years. It's been a bit frustrating for us because we had three exits lined up when COVID hit us. Um, and obviously, you know, everybody um, basically drew their horns in. So that's been frustrating. But the markets are open again now. Uh, we have six businesses which we're basically in conversation. Um, and we feel that hopefully we'll, we'll announce some very good news within the next six months. So we are very focused on 
now now we're back in action that, that we can definitely exit some successful businesses. And are there any companies you're particularly excited about? I've got a whole raft of companies that we're very excited about at the moment. Um, I've got a my project power uh, temporary power solutions business as, as when we invested it was making hundred thousand um, pounds. In 2021, it made 1.3 million, and we're, that's one of the businesses that, that we're, we're discussing exit on at the moment. Um, our TV production business, uh, Curious Films, has just launched a new uh, its first uh, deal with Netflix. Um, it, it did a program called Running with the Devil, which was um, about John McAfee, and that rated number one in the UK and number two in the US. So we've got, you know, 10, 12 businesses, which we think are a very exciting stage at the moment. And you mentioned right at the beginning, you can pay dividends um, from the VCT. So um, what are you aiming for? Well, obviously, the great thing is we can we can guarantee that we'll pay an initial 3p for the first three years. We're certainly looking at, you know, we believe we can drive 5p plus in the future. Um, and hopefully, you know, e even better than that. But, you know, the good news is that you know, there will be dividends, and if somebody invests pre-April, they will they will get a 3p dividend roughly in May 23. Um, but as I say, you know that that you know we we then hope for that three years will give us enough time to be able to drive, um, you know, ongoing dividends of 5p plus. Uh, and finally, Paul, so why should people consider this new VCT? Well, strangely, although, you know, the, there are lots of economic challenges, we actually think the time is 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 perfect in our sector. Um, to drive strong deals with, with businesses that we can we can grow, and as I say, you know, we can, we can push good cash flows through those businesses and pay dividends, but we can also create um, strong capital growth. The team have massive experience in this sector. We're unashamedly leisure specialists. That's our sector, and we think that people should uh, should seriously consider investing. Paul Bedford, Addition Capital. Thank you very much. Thank you.